If you have found yourself here, it means you have chosen to think for yourself and to come up with your own ideas of what is true. It means that you are brave enough to break the norms of society and live by your own rules in harmony with Mother Nature. It means you have decided to explore the inner workings of your own mind and heart. It means to stand up where others have failed. To carry a wild heart means you hear the call and take action. As we call out, I am a wild one together as a community, we commit ourselves and to the world to stay awakened. We help each other on this journey. Being a wild one does not require perfection, for it is in our imperfectness in being human that makes us perfect. As we unlock pieces of ourselves along this wild one journey, we will discover who we truly are. This community was created for that very purpose. It takes time to break away the barriers of bad programming. As a wild one, you will discover ways to unlock your heart and to hear your own inner guide. This is a safe place to explore yourselves. The tools and workbooks, healing sprays, helpful herbs and essential oils, quarterly and monthly box subscriptions have all been created to help you to unlock the wild heart that is within you. All that is required to join our community of wild ones is an open mind, an open heart, and a willingness to discover your true self. Welcome, my dear wild one. Welcome to I'm a Wild One podcast with mystic pop music artist, Michelle Vreeland. Hey, Wild Ones. Wow, what a week, right? <laughs> I'm here in Los Angeles, California, and we've been on lockdown for the last like five days now. And it's been pretty crazy. And um, sorry, I'm already getting text here. If you hear music in the background, I'm playing um, Chris Pierce live from Facebook. He, uh, a lot of my artist friends can't gig live because of the coronavirus, and so I've been trying to support them by um, getting on their live um, um, performance videos, and it's actually been quite fun to hear and see their homes and to hear their music. So in that regard, it's been nice, but it's also been pretty scary, wouldn't you guys all say? Um, We've all had to what go to the grocery store and and, be, and witness bare shelves and lack of necessities and um, and just the panic that's going on um, out there in the world and I'm sure um, and we're not used to it. This is so such a shock and we're just so not used to this kind of. Um, um, crisis 
I mean, this is a global crisis and we've never, none of us have ever encountered this before. Um, so it's a shock, right? And so we're all adjusting to it and trying to, uh, figure out where we fit in and, and how to, um, take care of ourselves, but also, um, how to help to some degree. Um, I like to believe that if you're a wild one out there, you're, you're definitely, um, trying to do your inner work. And as you're doing the inner work, it allows you to come from a place of grounded. Um, it allows you to come, you know, to a grounded place basically. And for me being raised, um, Mormon, <laughs> and some of you know, um, about Mormon culture and some of you don't. Um, but, um, I was raised Mormon. I'm no longer Mormon, but, um, some of the values and the things that I've learned have kind of stayed with me. And one of them is prepping, you know, and prepping for disasters and having a food storage and doing all that stuff. So, for that, I'm a little grateful um, that I had that instilled in me. So when I went to go shopping, I was buying I, stuff that I know will last for a few weeks to a month um, instead of panic buying junk food. And I mean, I did get a few junk things. I mean, we're not savages. We need to have fun, right? You know, a little, a, a little bit of chocolate here and there, you know, but um, but I was grateful for that, right? And even though I'm no longer Mormon and I don't follow the beliefs, but I'm grateful for certain aspects of that. And I think that we can carry that um, in our lives is that sometimes things that we no longer consider a thing, you know, a healthy thing for us, um, we someday you know, need it, right? Like we need the information that, um, that we learned, right. For as, as small children. And it was kind of embedded in my brain. And I actually already had kind of a small food storage here. And you know, what's interesting is that I had been feeling as a healer, I have been feeling for the last few weeks that, okay, you need to get canned soup. Like I was getting like visions of canned soup in my head and I didn't know why. And I was sort of like, well, I don't really want to get canned soup or, you know, chili or whatever, you know, like it just, I was kind of dismissing it a little bit, you know, and now I'm regretting that. Like, why did I dismiss my intuition, you know? And I think that, um, you know, I'm sure many of you can relate to that where your gut told you something and your, or you had a thought in your head, but you kind of dismissed it and then lo and behold, you know, something, you know, it was something that you really needed to do, you know? And, uh, so those can be little lessons for us to really listen to our intuition when intuition strikes. And, um, so, you know, and I wanted to, you know, th with this episode, I wanted to kind of really get on here because there's so many people that are in panic and I just kind of wanted to be the voice of calm and, um, and grounding energy um, because, you know, I created this space, this I'm a wild one space for us to be able to look at the world through a new set of eyes, you know, looking at the world um, differently than, way, than the way society looks at, looks at the world. And part of that is connecting with this planet and connecting with the earth and understanding how 
we work in, in correlation with Mother Earth and how, and I just found after the last three years, you know, of me gardening and, and learning to plant and learning to connect with, with and learning about wild food and plants and all that stuff, I have to tell you, I started to feel a whole ton less alone in the world. Because prior to that, I felt super alone. I was depressed all the time. I had anxiety all the time. And when I started learning about plants and I started going on walks and learning about plant identification and connecting with the different plants, all of a sudden I just got this feeling of that I'm just not alone. Like no matter where I go, no matter where I walk, I'm not alone. And Mother Earth is constantly providing and constantly giving. And I just always feel this sense that she's there. Like our like a mother is there for their child. I feel that from Mother Earth. I do. I want to be honest with you. I do feel that. And when you connect to her, to, to the soil, to the plants, to all that she has to offer, and you, and you start to learn to be in harmony with her, you feel like a whole new person and it really is amazing and um and so I am grateful that for the last few years I've been learning about um growing my own food and propagating and um soil and I've been composting I've been doing all kinds of stuff and so now that you know we might I don't think we're gonna be heading into a possible food sort um, shortage, even though it feels that way and it seems that way, like we're looking at the shelves and we're like, there's nothing here. I think that the trucks are on their way, <laughs> that there's plenty of food. America is a very food abundant place. Um, I think we just got to calm down and give it time and then reorient our thinking, reorient the way that we see things, you know, and realize that there are other ways to get our nourishment and, um, and Mother Earth is one of those ways. Like when you grow your own food, you start to realize, wow, this is so easy. I can't believe I could just grow my own food and I'm sustained. And um, and it really is amazing. I mean, it's beautiful and it does calm you down tremendously. And it's not that hard, you know. I mean, at first it was hard for me because I had no green thumb whatsoever. And I know a lot of people would be surprised by that. Um, because they see me as, you know, a woman of the earth and somebody who's always in connection with plants. But I have to tell you that I did not start off like this. I really did not. I had zero green thumb for the longest time. Um, the only plant that I felt really connected to uh, in my life was trees. I always felt connected to trees. Um... But I never really connected to plants because I didn't really know how they worked and how they grew and all. I didn't know anything about them, you know. But when I started learning about it, I just felt driven to learn. Um, I made some, and I started a garden. I spent some money starting a garden, and I made a ton of mistakes, killed a lot of plants, overwatered a ton of plants. Um, but at the end of the day, I ended up becoming a better gardener and learning about how the harmony of uh, how the harmony of Mother Earth works and how the soils work, and it just has been the greatest blessing in my life. And um, and I'm hoping that those of you listening right now will 
take some time out of your day to learn about growing your own food. And maybe, you know, even if you have to grow it in pots or do a hydroponic thing in your house, like you could grow microgreens. That's the easiest and the most nutritious thing that you can grow is microgreens in your own home. And, um, and the seeds are easy to get and all that stuff. So, um, and, and you're going to stay nutritious because during times of famine, it's nice to have bread and stuff, but you really need greens to keep your immunity up, especially with this virus going around because it's all, it attacks your, um, immunity, right? Um, like, and so you really need to keep your immunity up as much as you can during this time and eating your greens is going to be a part of that. So I wanted to, um, I wanted just to talk about that a little bit and share a little bit of that wisdom. But I also wanted you to remind you guys to connect, to ground your energy and connect with this earth. Um, some of the, one of the easiest ways to do that is to connect with a tree. No joke. Find a tree that you are particularly fond of, <laughs> a tree that makes you smile and if you can't leave your home, that's fine. Just think about the tree. Just think about that tree. And then in your mind's eye, just come a little closer to the tree. And then ask permission if you could just spend a little time with the tree. And then you walk up. And then imagine yourself either hugging the tree. If hugging the tree feels like too much to you. Imagine yourself with your back against the tree, leaning your back against the tree. And then just pause there for a moment. And then just imagine the energy of this tree climbing up through your feet, up through your base chakra, up through your spine, up to your heart up to your throat, your lungs, don't forget the lungs, your throat, your mouth, your nose, your eyes, your third eye, your crown, and up above your head. Imagine yourself just grounding this energy, these roots of this beautiful tree up into your body. And just breathe. Breathe into that. Take a few breaths. And ground your beautiful energy with this beautiful tree and you and together you become one. You and this tree become one. As you're grounding your energy. And then stay here for as long as you want. Right? You can pause this and stay here in this moment for as long as you want until you start to feel at ease. And sometimes these trees have messages for us because there's a reason why we feel fond of them because they're fond of us in return and they have messages for us. And isn't that a beautiful th thought and a beautiful thing? So before you leave your tree, I want you to imagine this tree giving you a gift. And this tree is giving you a cloak, a cloak made of bark. It's such a beautiful cloak made of bark. And it wraps this cloak made of bark around you. 
And it's almost like getting this very special shield from Mother Earth of protection. But it's also a shield of love and grounding in calm and peace. So just remember this and carry this tree of bark with you everywhere you go. Every, every, even if you're laying in bed at home and you're afraid, carry this, wear this tree of bark. You know, I first learned how to connect with trees on a, on a metaphysical level, um, even though I always love trees. Um, but I first learned to connect with them um, like a few years ago, I started to feel, I mean, if I'm really, I mean, I probably don't remember, I probably connected with trees a lot, but there's a particular instance that I remember, you know, I planted a eucalyptus tree and I just, I don't know why, I just love the smell of eucalyptus and just being near it and just, you know, it just felt so really cool, but I wasn't really wondering where, where I was going to put it. I didn't know what to do. And something really kind of magical happened where the tree just kind of planted itself and decided I'm going to stay right here because this is what I like and it's going well for me. So this is a good spot and it's flourishing there, but something, okay, now the real magical part, of course, growth is magical, very magical, but the really kind of interesting part is that I put my hand around this tree because it's a new tree. I'm able to put my hand all the way around it. And I just took a few deep breaths in and out, and I just connected my energy to this tree. And then all of a sudden, I started to feel my the inside of my body tingle like eucalyptus, like a refreshing kind of tingle, like a purification. I literally felt this, and I have never felt something like that before with a tree, <laughs> right? And... Um, and I felt this and I was like, oh my God, like and it was the most beautiful energy. And it was so new to me and I didn't know what to think of it. And I was like, wow, wow. And I'm still kind of amazed by it when I think about it, because I think that we all have a lot to learn from trees. We all do because we all love trees. And, you know, our body chemistry, our DNA, I should say our DNA is similar to trees. Did you know that? That our DNA is similar to trees. I think it might even be the same. Like the exact same. I think. Isn't that amazing? And we and we need trees to breathe. They give us our oxygen, right? They they provide CO2 or whatever it is they do. I'm not a scientist, I'm just a you know person, you know, that loves trees. <laughs> but Imagine that for a minute. And this virus, scientists have also found out that the virus can't go through the trees. I didn't know if you knew that. It can't go through the trees. It can't land on a tree and stay. It can't go through it. There's something about the trees have, an, have a resistance to it. So surround yourself around trees, even if, even if it's just in your mind's eye, even if you're only thinking about it in your head. Because your imagination right now, my wild ones, is going to be your most powerful gift that you have during this time of crisis. 
Your imagination is your gift right now. And I want you to use it. And I want you to imagine beautiful things happening to you and for you in your life right now. I want you to imagine any sort of magical, amazing thing that you could ever imagine. Imagine healing. Imagine you coming up with the, the next great idea that changes your life for the better, yours and your family's life for the better. I want you to take this moment where you're, that you're house-ridden to really be creative. Get creative. Start watching YouTube videos. Start journaling. Start making videos. Start writing songs, painting. Do anything creative. But I mean your imagination in your head what you think about is going to be your greatest ally right now. Your imagination. Get sci-fi with it in your head. I'm telling you, it will help and it will save you. It will save you and it will help. You know, so I wanted to share that bit of wisdom because I got to tell you, Wild Ones, the last few days, I've been kind of feeling weird, you know, like sick-wise. And um, I've been feeling tired. I've been waking up with, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like something's trying, like, it, you know, I, I don't want to say it because I don't know. And I don't want to like add to the panic and add to the fear or anything like that. But I definitely been feeling like my immune system is, 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 is being compromised somehow. And so what I've been doing day and night is using my imagination in my head on top of um, eating really well and feeding my body what it needs in terms of um, the the antiviral foods, you know, like like garlic and fresh grapefruit from the grapefruit tree in my backyard. And I got a papaya and I've been eating the papaya seeds because papaya seeds are antiviral and they also kill intestinal worms and all kinds of like bad guys that that exist in our gut so I've been really focusing on strengthening my gut right now because gut health is important against the um this virus this particular virus attack this virus attacks the gut the lungs and the throat and then the liver at the in the end so I've also been taking my milk thistle so I've been doing everything I can to boost my immunity and, and not drinking and I've been drinking my crystal water that I make and what's interesting enough is that these other healers that I follow, they've been saying to create like a shungite um, energetic um, um, grid or bubble or protection circle around you, you know, like an egg shape protection. And if you don't know what shungite is, um, shungite is a it's it's a crystal and it comes from the earth. And it is a, it actually purifies water. It's a very strong purifier. And it purifies water. And um, along with a, a lot of other health benefits as well. So I make crystal water with this. And I've been doing this for the last two, three years. And, um, and so I was really surprised to know that that was the stone that the healers were calling upon for protection against this virus. So I thought, oh, cool, I'm already on board. <laughs> I'm already doing it. And if those of you are wondering how I make my crystal water, I already made a YouTube video on it. And then I also did an IGTV video. And it, they're both on 
my Michelle Vreeland um, um, YouTube and Michelle Vreeland um, Instagram. It's that that's the name is just my name on Instagram. But anyway, um, if, and then I teach you guys how to make this stuff. And it just makes your water very, very pure and very clean. But anyway, I've been drinking lots of crystal water and I've been meditating and I've been calling upon my Reiki energy because I'm a Reiki master for those of you that don't know. And so I've been really working hard calling upon my Reiki energy and any angel guides or guardians and guides that are there with me that help me throughout this stuff. I've been calling them to help. And I even been doing something different, which I've never done before, where I've been calling upon my cells and my blood to activate. I've been waking them up like, okay, time to get to work. I need you to wake up. And I've, and I've been imagining with my imagination in my head that my immune system is getting really strong. And so I, that's what I've been doing in my mind. Um to try to protect myself from the virus and like I said I've been feeling strange and so I've been feeling like I'm compromised a little bit but I'm doing these things every day and night and I'm just using the power of belief and the power of my imagination because you know what this is my body and I decide who's in it who gets to who gets an invitation and who doesn't and so that's the kind of attitude that I'm having. And I know maybe some of you healers listening are be like, oh no, send it love and light, send it love and light. I got to tell you something, as an energetic healer, I tapped into this energy and this is not a love and light situation. This is a stand back, this is a boundaries situation. This is get out of my space situation with this virus. And that's the energy that I'm taking and that I'm that I've been coding into the cells of my body. I'm and I'm and on top of that I'm giving what I'm giving my body what my body needs to be able to fight this. So it's almost like I'm talking to the soldiers. It's like a war, right? I'm talking to the soldiers and I'm saying, "Okay, this is what you're going to be doing. This is what's going on and we got to gear up." And then I've been giving it the armor that it needs, which is the um, food that I'm eating. And then I'm giving it the ammunition, which is, of course, again, the viral food, like the, like the, the garlic and the honey and all that stuff. And I'm doing this before anything could possibly happen. But I do feel like this thing is a sneaky bugger, like it sneaks, it's sneaky, like it's hiding in there. That's why people that say who got it, like, oh, I felt fine. I had a cough, but I felt fine like the next day. And then all of a sudden, boom, I think this virus is sneaky. That's what I think. That's just my little opinion, non-sciencey opinion. But as a healer and as a person who really wants to help you guys, really believe in yourself right now. Believe in your ability to, to create the reality that you want. Believe in your ability to heal yourself. Believe in your body to have a conversation with your body about what it is that, that it needs to do. You know, and then just try with all your might to strengthen up and gear up. And and also there's a there's a visualization that's really been helpful for me. And color therapy is like really, really helpful. And there's a there's two colors that are really really powerful right now in helping us um, with this 
protection of the virus. One color is, is that purple color, like a lilac-y kind of purplish electric purple color. It's kind of what's all over my page now. And what's interesting is that when I chose the various purple colors for my brand colors for my music page for Mystic Pop, I had no idea at the time that that's what this was. I didn't know. I just thought, oh, this seems very high vibrating. I have a good feeling when I look at it and it just, you know, feels like me right now, you know. And um, but purple is the color that you're going to be wanting to use inside of the cells of your body. So imagine your little soldiers, your little inner doctor geared with this purple color. And not only is it a color, it's also like a code, right? So like it has the ability to um, to burn out anything that doesn't belong. Like it has this violet flame, right? This this mystical, magical violet flame. And just imagine it like burning anything that, that's in the way. And the other thought that I had last night when I was really trying to like, I wanted to confuse the virus. I wanted the virus to feel like, okay, this body isn't like the other bodies. What's, what's, this is strange. I don't understand what's happening here. So I was, I was talking to my cells and talking to my inner doctor and telling it like, you know, confuse the shit out of it, you know, <laughs> make it, make it like, you know, <laughs> so I was just imagining like, you know, all these like different like scenarios in my head. They were almost like Star Trek scenarios, you know, like Klingon and against the Federation. <laughs> Hello, I've been watching a lot of uh, Star Trek, but anyway, but, and then I had the thought, oh my God, this thing has no imagination. Oh my God, I have an imagination. I have mental powers. This thing doesn't. It just has one objective, but it doesn't have what I have. This is my body. I've been in this body much longer than that thing has so that I can control what I want in my body and what I don't. And if I say no, no means no. And then just gearing up and calling in for your security guards and saying, you know, get this fucker out of here. He doesn't belong here, you know, and then changing the way, changing the way your body works by gearing it up and by using your imagination, the power of your imagination. Hello, imagination, easiest thing, right? And I got to tell you, it was really helping me a lot, really, really helping me, made me feel like I had a lot of control, really helping me. I still feel like I got a, more work to do, you know, so, but I just wanted to share that with you because I really do believe that we have the power to heal ourselves and we have the belief that we have the power to, um, to do what we can. And, and you know what really reinforced this idea for me? was I watched a video of, of a gentleman who was in his late 60s, early 70s, and him and his wife were on a cruise, and, and he, him and his wife con um, contracted the virus, and he did a video from the hospital room, and he went through the whole thing of like, okay, this is how it started, because I want to give you, give you guys all an update on how this whole thing works, and what they know, and what they don't know, and what the process is. Um, but he was saying, because I guess he was on his like 14th day in the hospital or something like that with him and his wife. And he was on the up, right? He was on the up. But there was a point where he was not on the up. 
and he was just a few um, steps away from being in a um, an oxygen defibrillator. I think that's what they call it. And if you get on one of those, that's like the death sentence, basically. Like if you get to that point, just say your goodbyes, right? So he was, and then he was crying during this part. And him, his wife was, I should say, in the back more so than him because, but he wanted to let people know how serious it was. But then he, this is what he said that he did, is that he did not. He made a decision. I'm not getting on one of those. I'm going to breathe. He made a decision. I'm going to breathe. So he just started filling up his lungs because I think he was at like 93%. And if you get to 90, you have to have oxygen. You can't go below 90, but he was at 93 so he just kept telling himself, I'm going to breathe. So he kept filling up his lungs and breathing out, breathing in. And he was working it as hard as he could. And he just kept going and going until he could take control over his lungs. Like he had to make a decision. These lungs are mine and mine. They're not yours. He had to literally make a decision to take his lungs back. And, um, and he did. And he did it on his own. He got up to 99% by his, doing it himself. By believing in himself, and he actually talked about a technique called um, emotional freedom technique, which I've heard of and I've used before, EFT, emotional freedom technique, EFT, and he was really telling people to give it a, to, 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 to look at it and to give it a try because it saved his life. That saved his life, you guys. The emotional freedom technique saved his life. Think about that for a minute. The power of his imagination, of his mind, saved his his life think about that for a minute and that's why I'm telling you the power of your imagination can save your life too you can decide what is allowed and what isn't you can make that decision with this this is an invasive virus it's very invasive look what it's doing to our whole world this is something very different. This is very unique, very different. And we all we all have to ground our energy. The trees are here to help us. I gave you the technique to do it. Um, I'm telling you to use your imagination. I've been using. I've been waking up with fevers, you guys. But I've been using my imagination, the power of my Reiki. I'm a Reiki master, so I've been using my Reiki. I've been pulling stuff out energetically. I've been like working with my guides, uh, my spiritual guides that I work with. I've been taking baths. I've been feeding my body healthy stuff. And I've been quarantining myself just in case because there's, you know, apparently there's not a lot, a lot of access to um, kits, especially if you're as well as I am right now. Um, so we have to take charge of our health, you guys. We have to take charge of it. We have to decide on what side of the coin we're going to be in. And we have to be strong right now. We have to be strong. So I'm just here to help you to be strong. I might be doing and posting two of these a week just so because I've been getting lots of ideas for you guys, like helpful ideas for you guys to help you. And I just want to try to be the beacon of peace, the beacon of calm, and try to remind you guys to stay centered. And I want to give you tools that you can use because I really believe that you have the power to help yourself, that you have the energetic power to do what it is that you need to do 
to be grounded and to be happy and to have everything that it, that it is that you need. And um, anyway, I just wanted to share these ideas and these thoughts with you. And if you need anything, if you have any other ideas, I'm probably going to share some um, some recipes with you on the I'm a Wild One Facebook page or inside the group. Um, and they're going to be recipes that are for... Um, for meal prepping during times of crisis, like things like that. Um, because there are different, um, foods that are better to use during times when you don't have a lot, um, of options. So I wanted to help you guys with that. Um, I tend to be pretty creative and I also wanted to help you with the wilding, um, knowing how to wild, how to, when you're out on a walk on what you can wild and bring home with you to eat, to keep your, um, immunity up because this is the beauty of eating wild food you guys um the, the beauty of it is that you need very very little like two little wild dandelion weeds like two little one not even like a whole bu bushel like two leaves is a is like enough for the day like it's enough nutrients for the day because it's so potent it's super super potent and you can just chew on it and eat it, or you can make a tea out of it. I mean, I would prefer to eat it to get the fiber and to get the protein out of it and all that other good stuff that's in it. But you don't need to rip out a whole bush. You don't need to do that. You don't need, you know, you just need a few and it's enough and you put it in your salad or, you know. But anyway, I wanted to share that with you. I am getting tired. I am trying to conserve my energy. This is the other part of my wellness plan is conserving my energy. But I wanted to get this out to you guys and to share this beautiful artist, Chris Pierce, who's performing live. I, mean, I know you're hearing him in the background. He's singing to his wife on his birth on her birthday, and a lot of artist friends are having to perform on Facebook Live because of obviously they can't do their gigs anymore. And so, make sure to watch their videos and send them some PayPal money. You know, send them like five bucks or a dollar or, or ten bucks or whatever you got for doing it because they could sure use it because they usually make money when they perform live. I might actually do some live performances for you guys as well on my music page. Um, I've been wanting to share some new songs with you. A lot of new songs have been coming out of me and I would love to share them with you. So, all right, well, make sure to share this podcast with whoever you think it would be helpful to, to hear, you know, for them to hear and then to like and subscribe. And also on Anchor, you can send me a voice message. You can say, hey, Michelle, I really appreciated that. Hey, do you think you could talk about this this coming week or in the next coming weeks? I would love to hear a little voice message from you um, on Anchor. And um, But I am on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And I'm on my website at IamAWildOne.com. And there is a shop there if you go to IamAWildOne.com and the podcast are there. So if you buy something that would be great um I could sure use the um you know the support and there's I, and I try to put fun things in there oh and another thing is that I'm actually going to be making you guys a new spray and it's going to be like an energy spray to help protect you guys from the virus during this time um I'm working on that now um developing the recipe and doing my research and all that stuff but remember, guys, stay grounded, be kind to each other, send love, and you're not alone. I'm here for you. Many blessings to you, wild ones. Bye.